Welcome to Less Talk, More Monkey, the Archie McPhee podcast. I'm David Wall, the director of Awesome here at Archie McPhee. And today I'll be joined by Shauna Danger, the high priestess of rubber chickens, and Scott Heff, creator of Kitsch, to talk about products that we like that perhaps did not sell as well as we think they should. So amongst ourselves, this podcast episode was called Things We Like That You Don't Like. That's right. Right? (laughs) And uh, I don't think that applies to the people that listen to the podcast necessarily. So when we say you, we're not talking to you probably that's listening to this podcast. I was actually thinking the same thing. It's sort of like our special people who get it are on on the inside and they're listening to the podcast. So they probably do like these things. But you, as meaning the general public... You, we yeah. we were disappointed in the general public's reception to these fantastic items that we have such a passion for and we work so hard on and right. wah, 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 duds. Things that things that we like that weren't popular to like well, just like whoa these are selling like crazy and not we, good sellers and when we say we you are looped into that you the people listening are podcasters are looped <laughs> into the we not the you. So when we say people didn't understand it, we are not saying you don't understand it because we know you do. Well, and, and especially because the, the some of the things are things like Bebo, which, you know, we know yeah. there's a huge oh, passion yeah. for Bebo, but it's for with just a few people. Yeah. So we've talked about Bebo a lot on this podcast, and um, I assume that my... In the future, Fly Widow will be one of these things. I know, that, I know. <laughs> that I know. will be a failure, but <laughs> well, failure we, in quotes. We, meaning us and the people listening, we get Fly Widow, don't we? Yeah. And and I'm going to put failure in quotes because there's failure in terms of sales, but success in terms of artistic yeah heights and concept. And sometimes we even know it's not. This isn't going to be something that we no. sell for 20 years. That's going to just everyone's going to love this. It's like, well, we know we'll do this and we'll sell what we get and, you know, those people will love it and then we'll move on to something yeah. else. So, so yeah. we have all kinds of opinions about So sometimes we make things we don't think will sell very well except to the, you know, the few that are very, you know... Uh, Hit. Yeah, really groovy. <laughs> um, and then sometimes we actually think, no, this is going to be fantastic. Yes. It's going to be a huge seller, and we're shocked. So yeah. anyway, today we're talking about things from all, all categories. Right, and failures I, from. All I will categories. also say I want to buy passionforbebo.com before the podcast comes out. Ooh, oh. so there's passion for Bebo, and I'm like passion for Bebo. Oh, passionforbebo.com. <laughs> like, it sounds like one of those nine seven six numbers that they used to play back in the early two thousands. <laughs> Passion for Bebo. Oh, man. Tune, call every day for a different message from Bebo. <laughs> Bebo. Bebo. Sometimes you get two Bebo. Sometimes you get three. He only Bebo's. He, he, ha, you know, he has no talk only but Bebo. 99 cents a minute. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But, um, <laughs> so... We have gathered together these products, and they're sitting on the table in front of us. Yeah. And I honestly can say I don't see any products that I that I um, don't like or that I'm not proud of. I think we're all kind of in the same group. Uh, Half and I even chose one of the same product when we picked our top three of these kind of products. So I think we're all in a good group. Do you want to start with the big one? Because you you have it in front of you, Shauna. So... 
Okay, so this is one that is a special disappointment to all three of us. Yeah. Um, we all I'm love... also buying specialdisappointment.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, if you're going to have a disappointment, make it special. Special disappointment, yes. Um, That's our new line of greeding cards. <laughs> have, I'm start on designing. It. <laughs> Parental cards for kids, special disappointment. <laughs> Ooh, I have some for my parents, for them too. So you can get it's it's could be to and from parents. Yes. Um, so this is Strange Friends, uh-huh. and Strange Friends is one of actually one of our favorite items ever. Yes. Um, and it is just not translating for whatever reason. It's not translating to the public. And sometimes we feel so in sync with the world, and on this particular item, we didn't feel as in sync. But I'm telling you, they are beautiful, masterful items. And, and maybe the, this we'll is each... the action figures yeah. you're talking about. The set of three action figures, because we did three action figures. Yes. Yeah, so I, I was thinking, well, do we want to each describe one of them? Sure. Um, I'll just start with Maggie Squirrel, which is... These are little action figures that are people with um, articulation. They can sit and walk, stand and walk and things like that. And she has a squirrel mask on. Not to be confused with some a squirrel-headed person. It's somebody with a squirrel mask on. And so she's Maggie Squirrel. She's beautiful. Named after my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I got to name... Uh, the figures. So I named Maggie as my mom, and she is a doctor. My mom is a nurse. Uh, so, but the idea is these are normal people that wear our masks. Yeah, this is strange friends. And you know, our enthusiasm for it was so strong that we put series one because which, we thought there probably would be more seri- more of the, to the series. Which we're still putting effort into this. It could happen, and it could be that series one is just super collectible because. It didn't happen, and then series one. You know, once it gets popular, we'll do series two, and no one will be able to get series one because it's gone. I actually kind of agree with you. I have a feeling that somewhere along the line, this is going to all of a sudden be discovered as a beautiful item. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so. I, I again, since I thrift store shop all the time, I imagine if I had no context for Archie McPhee and I saw just a loose figure at a thrift store, I would be like. With, you know, a guy with a pigeon head or a pug head, I'd be like, what is this? Yeah. I must own it. Yeah. They're, they're beautiful, and they're our little strange friends. And I, the, the one I'm holding is uh, from, it's my body with <laughs> a pug's head. Um, it's from a picture that Hef took at me in the, of me in the International District of uh, Seattle, mm-hmm. um, wearing a hoodie uh, and the pug mask, <laughs> and it kind of turned into this. Um, I had a pug named Roscoe. Yes, so we, the name of this Roscoe. This figure is Roscoe Pug, and I wanted to say too. I I even spent time doing like a little bio for each one of the figures yeah. that's mm-hmm. different than the rest. And the idea was, you have your friends, and then you have your strange friend who you can be yourself with. Yeah, and you don't have to pretend, and you guys can do whatever weird thing. It is. Um, and I know uh, when Kirk Damaris was here, he said uh, he took uh, the action figures home. And I think it's Yuji. It says he likes to play hide and seek in graveyards. And he was like, I like to play hide and seek <laughs> in graveyards. Um, so it, it, there are a lot of little little bits and pieces. But the idea was that this is your, your strange friends and that they are a group. 
So, which one do you have, Half? I have Yuji Pigeon, which, why don't you describe uh, the name, and then I'll go on about well, something. Well, Yuji is our friend from Japan who did the prank on Google Maps, where he had a group of people, uh, well, stand um, around the camera as it drove through uh, the city where he lived. He got advance notice. So, as you go through this particular section of... Um, of, I can't remember the name of the city, but once you go through this particular section, they actually stand on both sides of you and stare at the camera as it walks by. And people found it's, that creepy for it's, some reason. <laughs> it's really good. It's really, it's really effective. Good. And you can find it. just type, If you type in uh, Google uh, Google Maps Pigeon, mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes image. up because a lot of people have noticed it. And it's, yeah. it, was a, it was kind of a big deal. So we named this after in honor of him. And I, the thing is... I grew up with uh, G.I. Joes, the three and three quarter inch G.I. Joes. And so we've done previous action figures, which were a little taller, like five inches. And this one we decided three and three quarters was the way to go. And so I don't know. It's just this perfect thing. And then uh, Kurt Hanks, who the designer who designed yes, them. which is he did a beautiful job of the package. Because he was he's very into Star Wars yeah. Uh, yeah. and Star Wars action figures, which were the three and three quarter inch as well. Yes. And so, yes, he put a lot of care. There's so much good little detail in the clothing and the colors are just perfect. Even just like the wrinkled shirt on it yeah. and everything. And I and also these look really great. The package is fantastic, but they look great out of the package when you just have them propped around yeah. the mm-hmm. office. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. so cool looking or yep. around your house or on your weird knickknacks or in your fridge. And we, we made it so the knees could bend so they can like yes. sit on your computer mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, you know, and so cool, so disappointing. But I, I, I'm with you. I think that there's there's a future for them, and a lot of our stuff actually, when it goes away, we all regret it, and we all start searching for it if we don't have it. And totally. you particularly have, <laughs> we'll find I it. Know. But but I, there's so many things that we just took it for granted, and now it's gone. So please don't take the strange friends for granted. <laughs> Get them while you can. One of the ones I know I'm bringing, picking up one that Shauna loves, and one of the reasons I like this one is. This is another one. Um, uh, Shauna had talked about perhaps doing an episode of things that started off as a joke in a creative meeting that eventually turned into products. Yes. So we were talking <laughs> about different kinds of fezes, and I kind of had one of my half dreams about doing a safety monitor fez. And my initial thing for it is it would, it would be covered by the same reflective material that the reflective vests are made of. It would have one of those round reflectors on it like a bicycle has um, on the, on the, the um, what do you call them, spokes. Um, and it would say safety monitor on it. And Mark loved the idea. Mm-hmm. And we spent so much time oh. and effort oh, yeah. trying to get the reflector oh, man. and getting the actual reflective material. Fabric samples. Fabric samples. Tassel samples. Oh. Color schemes. New color schemes. And also, by the way, we all kind of knew this wouldn't sell very well. Like, Strange <laughs> yeah. Friends, we really thought would. But this, we knew, was just weird. And we we kind of had that thing where we just were a dog with a bone and just wouldn't let it drop, even though it was getting more and more and more ridiculous and we were putting more and more and more time and energy into it. And it's spectacular. It's, it is spectacular. It ended up... Um, with uh, yellow fabric, so it's it's like it's more like what a construction worker's safety shirt color. Like it's that really bright color that if you catch it in a headlight, you're like, whoa, 
Yeah, I see neon, that guy. neon yellow. Or like a and and it has the orange printing on it, and it has a uh, triangle with an exclamation point in it, and underneath it it says safety monitor. It's a fez. <laughs> it's a fez that says safety monitor on it. Just just and to remind green. you what we're saying. Picture it <laughs> and, a, and picture the orange tassel. Yep. And also, do you remember how much effort it was? Let's we were trying to match the tassel to the lettering, which got pretty it's close. Okay. It's okay, <laughs> but it. Is so funny. And by the way, we have a safety team here at our company who makes sure that all our stuff is all safe and up to date. And when they give safety tours, of course, they need to wear the safety fez around yes. the building. And it's important to know that it's not to be used as a hard hat. That's no. right. Thank you. No. It itself is not safe. <laughs> it's, it's not going to help you with anything, really. Well, because then I said, well, perhaps it's just a safety fez that you could wear. And Mark's like, well, I don't want to imply that it would give it because my my initial thought was people would wear it to jog in the morning. <laughs> and it as would you be, do, well, as opposed you, to the regular the, fences. Yeah, the exactly. regular. Exactly. <laughs> it's hard to see. Yeah, don't please don't jog in your regular fezes. People. No, you need this fez because it's reflective and it has it's all of that safety monitor. Fez. Yeah, but. It didn't happen. It's a marvelous item. And by the way, the funniest thing about it is, you know, we have three divisions. We have our mail order division, yep. we have the store, and we have our wholesale division. And it sells pretty well at the store. Because it, when people see it in real life, yeah. as long as they're not ordering it online, they see it in real life and they get the joke and they get how fantastic it is. And it's hilarious. And it's not that bad online either. For a fez. For a fez. Yeah. And yeah. it looks good on. It, it does. actually is pretty flattering. And and the the concept behind it was if you were the safety monitor at your place of work, yeah. you would want this fez because you have official duties and yeah. you want to be recognized. Absolutely. Where well, you're not just parading through the office for no reason. And You've, you're doing a safety inspection. Perhaps. Bring a clipboard too, by the way. It helps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should uh, require some kind of proof of safety monitorness before selling it. I bet that would increase <gasps> sales. If we made people jump through a hoop. Where they like had to send a certificate or something signed by their boss saying, I am in a safety They send us walk. a certificate? They send us a oh, certificate. I, I like know. this. Tim's we make it harder up, to, to get the safety monitor fez. And that yeah, will, you have yeah. to earn the safety monitor fez. You can't, not anyone can just buy this fez. Which is also true of the building because not just anyone can wear the fez around the building. It's supposed no. to be safety team only. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, look at me. I'm breaking the rules. (laughs) I'm reporting you. I'm sorry. Sean is giving me a stern look. (laughs) Somebody has to do it. Uh, I'm going to grab this one right here. So this is the Bigfoot Tiki Mug. And to me, we sell a lot of Bigfoot things. And our Bigfoot things typically sell very Well. well. And we kind of have a style of Bigfoot that we do, which I do like. And this is a departure from that style. But we we did a good job with it, and a lot of thought went into it. But I, I like the way the design of the character turned out. He's kind of like a children's book yeah. character yeah. looking a little bit. We spent a lot of time talking about his butt. Yeah. And, As we uh, always do with Bigfoot. We, we nailed that. But it just hasn't seen the sales that I thought it would. Be- because when, I, when we first got a sample, and I was like, this is great. This is going to sell like crazy. And then it's, you know, it's not, it hasn't sold that well. And I have a confession. Hmm. I don't love that item. You're not a fan. Ah! Okay. I know. It's a, it's. So put us in the mind of all these people that don't like it. What don't you like about it? I don't dislike it, but I just don't love it. I, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really. 
I don't care for it. I don't like the. I, I, it doesn't feel tiki-ish to me. It doesn't okay. feel very festive. Okay. It's kind of like earthen. I don't know that sort of earthy sort of color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, that I just don't, it just, maybe it would be better as a planter or something uh-huh. else. Like if I thought of it that way rather than a mug to drink out of. Yeah. Um, so it's not, I don't love okay. it. But I did feel the love from other people. And I do appreciate that. Because as we know in the team where we're doing product development, is not all of us have the same no, love for each no, item. Right, right. But you kind of, you do want to support the items that seem to have some momentum and true passion behind them. And mm-hmm. I think this is one that was a true labor of love. So I support it in that way. Yeah. I just don't love it myself so much. And I support Hef saying we nailed Bigfoot's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hef, you've done a lot of those lately, by the I way. Have, you're right, you're right. Well, I think you bring up a good point. Maybe you nailed it in the sense that, uh, you know, you said it doesn't really read as tiki, which I'm not like, I'm not into tiki no. anything. No. I just like it. And I've, I bought I bought one and I bought the Yeti one that looks similar, but I've never actually used them as mugs. They're kind of just decor, but that's a great idea to use it as a planter or something. Yeah, too. I think if it was a planter, it would be more appealing to me. And also it would give a planter a personality, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of a little vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and its little booty is cute. I also am not a big fan of like different tones of brown in it's mixed together. Mixed to it, it's like macrame or something. Like it reminds me of very. It's very seventies looking, uh-huh. which yeah, some seventies things are not my favorite look. One of the things that Hef and I always say about products too is like if I didn't know Archie McPhee and I just saw it at a thrift store, would I buy it? And that one, I think I would. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, but. Um, I also would, I would rather, I like, I have one that I use just to put pens in on my desk. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really drink out of it either. So. Yeah. And it, and, and it doesn't really look like an Archie McPhee product that much. And that's why I say it's kind of a departure, but it's one that I happen to like. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. 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 But people don't. But, but all these people. I actually think, didn't we sell the, we sell the last one today? This week? Yes. Really? I, I, I checked and it was still on the website, but I didn't click on it to say. Well, which website though? Uh, the McPhee.com. So it's so almost gone. So that's just the, the tr- yeah, yeah. that's the last place it lands. Yeah. So the rest of the company I think is out of it. So I see. So if you're listening, get check and see if we still have any. Get some. He- before Hef buys them up. Yeah. And the and the Yeti mug that we did was a McPhee only item. Yeah. And, and we actually cool. did um, collectors, so they, we numbered them. So each one has a card that says, like, this is number whatever of 500, 500 I yeah. think. Yeah. So get on those, too. Yeah. They're cool. Actually, the Yeti is more of drinkable to me. Because mm. it's not brown. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love your love for it, though. <laughs> yes. I don't. Some things I'm like, that's just bad taste when somebody else likes it. But right. that's not what I don't feel that no, way about it's that It's just one. not your, yeah. your jam. Cup of tea. That's not your cup of Mai Tai. That's right. Aww. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. I'm going to talk about a product that another one that we knew probably wasn't going to go to be a very, very popular <laughs> item. But I love this item. I have a personal love of it. And so um, I'm always, I've always been fascinated by Beard of Bees, which is when um, somebody can, uh, what is it, they tame bees enough so that they sort of swarm onto their faces and they 
have a beard of bees. I'm, I'm going to add romantically fascinated. <laughs> yes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, it's not just a fascination like, oh, I wonder what's going on. It's more of swoon. a, it's a swoon thing. <laughs> it's true. And I always said like I'd marry a man who'd wear a 20 pound beard of bees for me. <laughs> Because it just it just seems like a, an act of bravery. It is, and of course there was somebody wearing a beard of bees in The Simpsons. I think. And yep. There's just there's just lots of and there's strange references. It's one of our best selling postcards at the store. People always sort of are interested in this idea of beard of bees mm-hmm. or bee beard. Some some people just call it bee beard. Which we I remember talking about this when we were talking about this product. So we first tried to do a beard of bees, which were little plastic bees on a net. Yes. On a piece of netting and a beard shaped piece of netting and a and like a hundred and they were very hundreds of bees. Heavy. And I, it was so heavy you couldn't wear it on your face and if you hooked it around it your ears it would pull your ears forward and also it was really expensive because it required yeah. hundreds of bees it was like a tub of bees <laughs> on that so it would be like 72 dollars <laughs> retail <laughs> and it was really heavy to ship yeah. so you know we actually sat on that idea for quite a while because we didn't have an idea don't, way don't to... talk about sitting on inflatable beards <laughs> no. i'm sitting i'm talking about sitting on a on oh, a hornet's nest <laughs> Anyway, so, um, so, but when we started doing all these inflatable items, we thought, wait a minute, inflatable, that's the way we can finally do our beard of bees. Because then you could do images of bees onto the inflatable, uh, material, puff it up a little bit, hook it on and voila, beard (laughs) of bees. And I have to say too, that this did inspire also our car full of bees. Right. Which um, we have now, too. And which has been popular. Which has been popular. So it, there's just something about this product, which half is the picture on the front, um, which one of my favorite stories about this, though, was I got to go to um, Allie Willis's house. <laughs> and um, no, that is, she is... I'm not like, a jealous type, but she's getting me with that one. She's one of the biggest kitsch collectors in the world. Mm. She's been profiled in, I think it was the New York Times... Um, for her collection of kitsch, and she co-wrote the theme to Friends. She wrote, she wrote the September song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. She wrote song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. She wrote um, all the music for the color purple. She wrote albums with everybody. Like she, she is a kitsch master. A kitsch master. She wrote the music for the first Richard Simmons album. That's how kitsch mastery she Ooh, is. Oh, she's like, good. She is good. I so, know. And, of course, all that pales in comparison to the number, the, the, my favorite song that she wrote. Which is where I'm leading yes. to is she was <laughs> she was there and she was like, you know what song people like? And I was like, what song is that? And she's like, I co-wrote this song and I didn't even remember writing it. And then when I got a check for it, you're the best. <laughs> and it was from the Karate Kid. This is the at the end of the movie, The Karate Kid, during the which the movie overall is kind of slow and just okay. But the last 10 minutes, when it's the karate tournament, are amazing. And especially the sequence, the <laughs> montage, while they play this song, You're the Best. You're the best around. I'm not going to sing. You're the best, you're the best. around. Nobody's ever going to put you down. Yeah, pretty good. So it's Joe, a good Joe song, Esposito, and it's a good scene yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And she wrote it. And she wrote it. So I was like, oh, my God, do you know who likes that song? <laughs> 
is Hef, and he's on that package because I took her one of those as a gift. <laughs> and so she's like, take a picture of me and send it to him. So while I was there, I <laughs> took a picture of it and texted to him and said, you're the best. The picture, she's holding it. And then she's pointing at the camera, or otherwise me. She's pointing she says, at me, you're saying the best. you're the best. And actually, there's even video, so it's not just the picture. That is because so there's video great. of her going, "You're the best." I'm pulling it up on my phone. I'm going to talk over it so they don't get dinged. You, that is so cool. I mean, I that's, love a, that's that the highlight story. of my life. Yeah, is, I, yeah, I'm with you. Allie that. Willis, who wrote "You're the Best," saying, holding the thing with me on it. Saying you're the best. I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's I and also I have a little piece of that because it's a beard of bees, which right. makes me really happy and I love that product. Well, listen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I just to me that was that'll always be my memory of the beard of bees, just because mm, it was That's so good. It was so good and it's so weirdly obscure. I know to, what, a, and and good for you for making the whole connection happen. Yeah, and was probably that was happy a, as a clam. A weird one, because she because she said it was so popular that like she would sit with younger people and they'd be completely dull faced listening to what she wrote, she'd be like September, and they were like, yeah, yeah everyone in fire, and yeah. then she, and then they'd be like, so they, she said she was working with this guy, and he's like, you wrote, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and so she started including it on like her CD uh-huh. that she has of songs she sends out to people when she's like, oh, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. She includes that song. And there are all the younger people were like super excited that she wrote this song. She's like, I don't even remember writing it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. You know, it would be really fun to do a podcast with special weird highlights like that that we've oh, had yeah. throughout. I mean, I'm thinking of one that for me too <laughs> yes. that, that I won't mention now because I'll save it for that one. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, I should say also, um, you can't see it, but I'm wearing my Svengoolie shirt. Yes. Yeah. The, it looks very nice, just uh, so everyone knows. Yes. Uh, Svengoolie's producer, Jim, contacted us. We sent Svengoolie some uh, glow-in-the-dark rubber chickens. And we are his official rubber chicken supplier, supplier. which I'm so excited about. And um, they sent a sweatshirt, which uh, Shauna snagged, and I got the shirt. Um, it says official rubber chicken thrower on the back of my shirt and the front of Shauna's sweatshirt. And um, people's eyes are um, bugging out when Shauna was wearing the sweatshirt because they're like, did you have that made? Because it seems like something Shauna would just want anyway. And so it's so weird that there's somewhere else in the world someone's making something that specific to it's what true. we do here. It is really true. And also very funny to see me in casual wear. Yes. <laughs> now, for the layperson, will you guys explain what is a Svengooli or who is Svengooli? Svengoolie is um, probably the most popular current horror host that has an ongoing show right now. Um, he's on MeTV as excellent. He does uh, amazing corny jokes. Um, I love a horror host. He's really knowledgeable about all the movies, too. He's full of like great facts about the movies, which is awesome. I, that's one of the reasons I love horror movie hosts. I mean, we've been talking all week because my horror movie host when I was growing up was named Fritz the Night Owl. And I showed it into Steve Q, and Steve Q kind of got semi-obsessed with him because his, his... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You showed me a video of him. Yeah. It was incredible. It's, it was he, cool. No. He's like a, he was like a jazz guy who would introduce movies in this kind of voice and tell you facts. But he was so knowledgeable about the movies, and that's something that Svengoolie also brings. Right. Along with, you know, a coffin and uh, CGI rubber chickens and people throwing rubber chickens at him. It's a great show. A really great show. Yeah, it is really fun. 
Yep. And the the horror host when I was growing up was here in Seattle, and he was the Count. The Count. He, he was a he was a vampire, <laughs> and he terrified me. That and that beginning to that show just terrified me beyond. <laughs> and it turned out he was the also the director of the J.P. Patches show. Ooh. The guy who was played the count was actually the director of the show. And I have no idea who was my horror host. I don't even know if we had one in Salt Lake City, Utah. Aww. But I'll look that up. Yeah. But I do. I mean, I was aware of like Elvira and yeah, you know. right. And we all share Svengoolie now, so yeah. that's one of the great things about Svengoolie is we can all share them. Yeah. Yeah. Elvira's great too. Um, yes. Good call. <laughs> Very good call. Do you um, want to do yeah, one? Yeah, I'll do one. I okay. So those are is, on my list too. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, good. So one of these uh, we don't sell anymore because they sold out, and one of them we still have on our website. So what I have in my hands are the mini decorations. We have Halloween mini decorations and super awesome birthday mini decorations. Glow-in-the-dark Halloween. Glow-in-the-dark Halloween. And we kind of knew that this was going to be a hard one to describe. Yes. We Because they are so cool when you hold them in your hands. And it was near impossible, maybe even impossible... To show how cool they are just in the packaging. Yeah. We didn't succeed somehow. We tried our best. We but did. they are glorious. And I stand by what my original opinion of them was. They're in beautiful tins, which are easy to sell. I still think they should have just been in plastic with a header card. Because that's how you right. buy. Because it's like it's like a tiny jointed skeleton like you would get for Halloween. Yes, thank you. Except it's only like four inches tall. Right. So it's so what they are are they're they are tins, the thin tins where you open the tin and like the inside, old AOL tins. Yes. They're very much like that. And they the stuff inside is is that really nice thick paper. Um, but it is the same kind of thing like when you buy a a pumpkin that would stick to your window or a skeleton for your door for Halloween. It's that kind of paper. Yeah, but miniaturized. So, and they're thick and they have the texture on them. Yep. Um, and so they're just really quality paper. And then um, the Halloween one is just sort of classic Halloween decorations, only miniaturized. So you can decorate a small area, like a tiny house, a cube, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then the birthday decorations, oh, they're so and, good. And we still have the birthday decorations and as things like, you know, a unicorn or a guy in a horse mask riding an ostrich. But, but wait, it, that's the thing that's not typical about it is it is a guy in a horse mask <laughs> riding an ostrich with a birthday hat on. That's a birthday decoration. Yeah. So, again, these are miniature. Oh, man. Abe Lincoln jumping out of a birthday that cake. That I love. The Abe Lincoln coming out of the cake. And that was moving, like, yeah. the slots. Yeah, you pull the thing. Yeah. It's too good. Okay, let's double the price. And Sorry, it's, people. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> so, hard to see in the tin, which yeah. is my problem with it. Because I yeah. think if it was in a plastic bag, you would yeah. see what it was, and you'd be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, and you could store these so easily in the tin. Yeah. But it's not as good for selling. But once you have it, it's so nice yeah, to store it. Yeah, you want that. And I have done multiple times I have brought these little birthday decorations to ber- people whose birthday it was and set them up. And then at the end, you just put it in the tin and they get the tin as their little gift, a little gifty. So what was your favorite thing about them, though? I don't know. There's they're a spinning cool. unicorn. Like, I'm not asking you to justify. I just, yeah, I just yeah. thought, like, because sometimes there's, you know, you have that one thing where you're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing about oh, well, I love This has the clown with a collar that spins, doesn't yeah. it? Yep, yep. Oh, see, the movement drives It's got crazy. the pigeon guy with the balloons. I just like I well first of all I love when things that are usually one size are taken to another size. Yes. So yes. either big or small, like a giant yeah. pencil or like this is this skeleton that's the size of the door, you know, that everyone knows, 
and then it's a mini version. So I just like the idea that you have this little area that you're yeah. going to decorate, yeah. and you have these mini decorations yeah. for it. There's something just kind of magical about it. They're so. super magical. They're super special. I love them, too. That's but awesome. then just to feel them. Like, yeah. they just feel so cool in your hands and the joints. Yep. Yeah. And I, my next one I was going to bring up because um, I had so much fun working with Hef on this. Um, and, and this off, is the one that we both brought. Uh, yeah, this was um, a book um, we did with um, Internet Celebrity Obvious Plant. Um, I think I, 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 his name is pronounced Jeff, Jeff Wisowski. Wisowski. Um, I'm not sure, but, uh, and what he does is he does like pranks on the internet. He's kind of, um, evolved into doing, uh, toy packages Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, he, he, he sold an, uh, a puffed up plastic bag with a header that said, uh, Muppet screams Mm -hmm. on it. Um, Uh, I first heard of him when he redid labels in the supermarket, right? Yeah, he did Target. Target, yeah. Yeah, he did Target, and he did, um, yeah, he did did a bunch of stuff like that where it was kind of more performancey. And lately, the the joke has been more the actual joke than you might do it. But um, we were huge fans of his stuff, and and still are. I mean, the stuff he does now is amazing, too. So we were like, hey, want to do a book with us? So he wrote... um, posters to put on like telephone poles that would be eye-catching which is a pretty hard concept to sell and so um he wrote them and hef and i kind of put the book together hef did um the design work and the photography and i just kind of kibitzed on the side (laughs) but um i'm really proud of this book and i think it's really funny um i wish it sold more um, yeah. And not just because it feature, also features Roscoe, the pug in it, uh, and me. I'm in it as well, although under a different name, as Keith. Keith. Yes. You can have a staring contest with David Wall yeah. as Keith. It says, stop walking. Keith has challenged you to a staring contest. And then it has an arrow pointing at me that says, Keith, do not enjoy his, ignore his challenge. Only a coward would just keep walking. So, and it's me. But um, I love this book, and uh, Hef and I were Hef and I had a good time putting it together. And even I think we even had fun like taking pictures of them on the poles. Yeah, yeah, Afterwards. we had to go around. We went around Everett, like putting them on poles and taking pictures. And, Did you leave them on the poles? Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, except unless people were watching us. Yeah, which we did get some some watchers. The the <laughs> the thing about working on the design of this too was that it's supposed to have kind of a amateurish feel or like someone designed it in like Microsoft yeah. Word, right? Yeah, Where yeah, yeah. it's not someone with design skills that's like, oh, I'm going to design a poster. It's like right. this crazy guy down the street put up this poster. And right. so what would it kind of look like from if he were to do that? So yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of the work I did on it, but it's hard to like put it in a portfolio <laughs> and be yeah. like, look at my good design. That's like yeah. one of them was – uh, like, look at this dragon I drew, and then you can tear off compliments for it. <laughs> so it says, I drew this picture of a dragon. Please choose a compliment. And then you know how you cut the strips yeah. at the bottom? And it's like, good job. So realistic. Nice flames. Are you Picasso? <laughs> Two thumbs up. You know, uh, <laughs> this should be in a museum. So it's it's like, did the, you draw and, that and dra- I did drew the dragon, but it's... It looks like a you know a, like a six year old drew the dragon, which again I'm very proud of. I was able to give it this look, but also like, what am I going to do? Post that on my portfolio and say like, look at this dragon I drew. You'd, you'd almost have to say, look what I did on purpose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, so. But Jeff's in it too. There's Jeff. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Jeff. Jeff who worked at the store yeah. at the time. And um, one of the other things that we were so happy about um, when we were going around Everett is on the back of the book, which is um, we found a poll that 
actually had a no advertising sign in. This is not the. I mean, I it, thought you guys faked that. Well, we yeah. did fake it because it says unless they're really awesome oh, underneath right. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we, but <laughs> but we were so excited because we found one that had a sign that said post no bills and we were like click 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 stapled the staple, sign staple, up there staple. and that one we actually left too Ooh. and it's it's the one that said high five the sign and then it's underneath it it says a picture of a hand it says please i live a very sad life this is all i have <laughs> and is that your hand half oh yeah of course so it's another are instance. they both your hand yes it's another You're instance high-fiving of, yourself. Yes. Another instance of Hef's hands, though. I know. Hef's, the, the company, if it's hands, it's Hef. But I don't... I Dot com. I think people didn't buy this because they didn't understand what it was. Because it's yeah. really funny. It's a really good thing. And I'm really proud of the work that we did. And I think Jeff is a really funny guy. Like, obvious plant. You should check out all his stuff. So um, I'm not quite sure why it didn't take off other than we're not a publisher and don't have the resources that a publisher has to get books into bookstores. Yeah. And I will say this, I remember the last time we looked at sales, I was like, oh, that's actually doing pretty well, you know. I'm sure it was in retail and not wholesale. Yeah, but, yeah. But I remember thinking like, oh, that's doing better than I, like it kind of got a little. It did. And it know, continues surge. to sell. It's just one of those things. It's like a slow seller. Yeah. It's not a no seller. It's a slow seller. Right. So we'll have it for a while. But right. I am just like, oh, this is so funny. And. I I think you and I were like, well, buy two because you're going to want to keep one. Yeah. And you're going to want to use one because you're actually going to want to put them up. And people did do hang them up. There's a couple places around here where I've heard people like have te- torn the signs off and hung them up. <laughs> oh, fun. So it is those, that one I, I particularly like. <laughs> did you have another one, Shauna? Well, I have more, but I want to see what else is in this pile. Because uh, as you guys have pointed out, we basically all... Like, have the same thing. Yeah. So except for Bigfoot. Ex- sorry. <laughs> yeah. Except for One that we don't need bug. to talk about, but I'll just mention really quick is the Santa Pigeon tree. Because we've talked about that. We have too talked much. about it before. It's that beautiful Santa Pigeon. We think it's actually maybe the prettiest thing we've ever done. Yeah. 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 Um, Santa Pigeon writing an Oscar. Hand blown glass. Yeah. Mouth blown glass. Okay, so I don't agree with you about mustache combs not selling well. Oh, okay. I'm, that's great. <laughs> we have so some I'm, I'm holding up the switchblade mustache. So we comb. have switchblade combs, which is a classic, and then we did switchblade mustache combs. Hef is holding up something that not only does he like, but other people like as well. <laughs> so sorry, I will. I'm, so I'm vetoing yeah, that as, as something that doesn't sell well. Okay. We I, are aligned with the public like, on that I, one. I found this really. This really like group that's not very popular. They're called the Beatles. <laughs> that's Have you heard I, of them? <laughs> my God, I'm pretty like, different. I, yeah. I'm not like the other guys. Yeah, I like the Beatles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever really listened to Yellow Submarine? <laughs> my goddaughter, when she was a kid and she first discovered the Beatles, hey Ramona, she she was like, she was like. I love this band. They're called the Beatles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? And I was like, yes, I love the Beatles. And also, did you, they are the most famous and well-loved band in the whole world. And she's like, oh, really? That's so great. Because she was so happy to know that they were so well-loved. Yeah. My kids love the Beatles. And the big one now is Queen. Because yeah. there's yeah. been so much Queen in the right, end. So right, now right. there's... I'm actually really sick of Queen right yes. now because it's just constantly playing Enough. We Will Rock You in yeah. Our House. <laughs> right. so like, <laughs> but my kids love it. So yeah, of course. And then I actually had a question on this one. So I'm holding up the horrified movie victims. And you guys were around because they, 
Originally, we had a set of these that was before my time. There was eight. And there was eight. It was uh, called Horrified B-Movie Victims, I believe. Yeah. And those maybe sold well? I don't know. There's even a farther back. Oh, okay. Originally, originally, back in the 90s, we had tiny, they were about an inch and a half tall, uh, one color plastic uh, figures called that Mark. I'm sure it was Mark's name called Disaster Victims, and they were these. Um, they were the figures just all in these horrified yep. stances, and they were just these tiny little things. Were, were they like the green plastic army men size? Smaller. Okay. Smaller. Yeah. And they were really a strange and, and random little colors thing. too. Like some were red, some were white. Right, like they were, I, uh, I thought they were beige, but yeah, they were basically be, the yeah. one color thing. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so that sort of that came from another company. We didn't design the, that thing, right? But it made us come up with an idea to have these figures that have, can have a reaction to something, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's so incredible to do this. So then we did it in these bigger figures, which are about three inches. Or so, right? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. I guess they're yeah. There's a little stand under there. So two and a half, three inches, and they are reacting. And we all we were thought it was hilarious to put you know like a giant plant or a Godzilla toy or something like that, and they can all react like. Aah! And I am a I and we did sell the larger set, and it was kind of pricey, but we thought they were so spectacular it was worth it. Yeah. And then, so we. We kind of doubled down, as we say, because we were like, well, it's probably the price. It's too many figures. It's mm-hmm. too expensive. So let's do just a set of four. No, they don't sell either. So something sell. about it, people just don't care. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's a great item. I've always loved that item. And um, I, I'm very disappointed in the public <laughs> yeah. on this one. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> well, it's like you said, it's just the perfect reaction thing. So there's one there's one guy in there that's my favorite that's kind of looking up and holding his hands up and he's like looking up at something. So yeah. it's just like one of the shots I did for work when these were coming out was I had uh, one of my kids was about okay. two at it's the time. Yes, picture. that's what I was and trying so to remember. And so I set them the up baby. in front of him <laughs> and then he, really so cute. I'm like here and I set him on the table and he's like, on his belly with his yeah. head in his hands. Cute. Stare, like kind of looking down <laughs> at these things. So he looks like the giant 50-foot ba- baby. Yeah. yeah. But then he's he did this devilish grin, yeah. which is just priceless. So, But they're just perfect for stuff like that. I know. They're so great. And, and I there's love people them. like running away and screaming and holding their head and everything. I think that is a great item. And no matter what we do, we can't seem to sell them. Yeah. No. And they're good. They We've even, because as I've said, nine to four. Because we thought maybe if we sold them in less yeah, without, quantity, mm-hmm. with a lower price tag, it would do it. And it did not. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Um, one, of the, one of the ones that I'm proud of that has never sold, that I wish sold, um, was an item called Super Awesome Fortune Cards. Yes. And this kind of came out of my interest in tarot cards and... Uh, occultish stuff like as we've talked about in our Halloween episode and many other things like I I like the scary part of it so this was like an attempt to straddle some of that scary occult stuff with just uh, a little bit of the goofy Archie McPhee mixed in and it never quite caught on and I love the package Mm -hmm. I love uh, the cards they're not exactly the way that they are but uh, it it, the, not exactly the way that I wanted them to be, but close enough that um, they're they're really good. And one of the cards has Bebo on it. 
Um, you know, the yeah, there's there's that. like cards with uh, strange friends on them, and you can use them to tell your fortune. And they're basically like the main major arcana cards from a tarot deck, and they coincide with those cards in meaning, um, except with like a little twist that we threw on to kind of Archie McPhee eyes them. So like the happiness card is a creepy little kid um, <laughs> playing with toys and getting a present. Um, so it's a little bit more Archie McPhee than it, mm-hmm. than the rest of the stuff. And one of the things that uh, I remember most about this, and one of the things that I love about it, is um, I actually wrote. I had terrible insomnia uh, at the time we were working on these, and I was up at like two o'clock in the morning, and I wrote. The, I decided, I'm like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll write the fortune card booklet in this time that I have. So wow. I, I wrote the whole fortune card book in one night. <laughs> wow, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, when I was up. And I think I sent it to half at like four in the morning or five in the morning. <laughs> and he's like, here's this. And then and I proved to work. it at four in the morning. No. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, came into work and he's like, oh, you got this done. <laughs> uh, so uh, it has that memory for you too. It shows you how to lay the cards out. It uh, has a booklet that tells you what it is. Um, and we went into so much detail um, on the box is beautiful. Oh, I know. The box and is so nice. But that's one of the things that's difficult is to show how magnificent the contents are. And there really is no way. It's a leap of faith for people to buy it. Yeah, and like inside the top um, is um, our owner, Mark Polo, in a Shriner car wearing Tiny a car. fez, yeah. like hidden away. In there, so and the I, cards themselves are so neat. Like Illuminati is the secret, right? And the letter is that Roscoe again? Yes, <laughs> it's kind of a theme you might notice. Yeah, and the cards. king is a horse yeah. with a crown. And it's got a blender card. Oh yeah, which <laughs> which, and which what is was the what's the the blender is just called the blender. Yeah. It's called the blender. Okay. <laughs> it's the wheel of fortune. Because it's okay. like whatever you get, because it's all just a big yeah. So, I, that blender card is really nice. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of meaning to all of these cards too. There's hidden things in them. There's hidden meanings. There's layers, um, and I thought that for sure there are enough people that collect tarot cards that we would sell to them for sure. So we we there was a certain number that we would sell no matter what, just because there's a completist. It's something that completists buy, but it didn't seem to catch it like it didn't become that in that market. So it never right. made its way into that. Um and so it really stayed in kind of the Archie McPhee fan side of things. Yeah. But um I really like I love these. I love the package and um I'm gonna lead into this because uh Sean and I talked about it. Um, I found an extra unopened package in my office. And Sean and I were thinking, since we had all of these um, products, we would do a giveaway. This is our first podcast-only giveaway. Yes. and um, So listen up, people. Yeah, listen up. Um, this is what I was thinking, and Shauna can chime in and change this as we talk. I'm going to change the whole thing, whatever you're thinking. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, that uh, people have until March 15th to email their address to unicorn at mcphee.com. Um, it has to be a U.S. address. And I will randomly choose five of them, and you will get a selection of products discussed on today's podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm not, like, you won't get everything, but you will, you know, you might get a safety fez, or you might get 
Strange Friends action figure. Yeah, and each of the five may, be, they may get different things each other. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um, so they're, this is 2019 is the year, just in case you listen to it in the future. <laughs> and none of the um, Archie McFan super fan subscription people are eligible for this because they'll be getting other things during the year. And no people who work in the company. Yes. <laughs> Dang it. Half. <laughs> yeah. Go to the thrift store. Half's emailing me right now. No family of people <laughs> yeah. who work. No, you have too many kids. <laughs> so email an address um, to unicorn at mcfee.com and we will randomly choose five of you to get a package of things we love that you don't, meaning other people outside of us. Yeah. But you, you do. Right. All right. Well, Okay, so our first podcast giveaway, I'm really excited. So email, and I'm going to make half choose which one based on how much he likes you. <laughs> no. It will be random. That's not real. It'll be random. And also, um, I think that there might be a special little something from outside of this, too, in it. There might Ooh. be. Something might else might go in there. I can think of a few things. That can I can, too. too. Mm, mm. I can think of a few things. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Woo. Bye. For more information about Archie McPhee, go to McPhee.com. That's M-C-P-H-E-E dot com. To enter the contest, email your U.S. address to unicorn at McPhee.com before 3 15 Thanks, everybody. Bye.